0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Shoot,
1: Mark,
0: and Sarah talk about. Shoot, Marsh and Sarah talk about. Shoot, Mark, and Sarah talk about song
1: welcome to episode number one zero five of mark and sarah talk about songs i am your host mark blankenship and if i remove my wig i magically transform into your other host sarah d bunting (laughs) hello alter ego sarah d bunting
0: she's just being buncy hello mark (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, if those clues haven't given you a sense of what we're talking about, Sarah, maybe you could fill us in more directly on today's theme. Uh,
0: I would love to. Um, today, we are going to be talking about Miley Cyrus slash Hannah Montana's... Uh, when was this? Hit? 2007?
1: Yeah, it was. It's was been she a ever so
0: young? Um, anyway, it's called See You Again. Um, I think it's off the Meet Hannah Montana 2 or... Hannah Montana 2 album um which I think was the first one that was really like Miley although she was what yeah. 14 when it came out like I was not a watcher of this show She
1: was uh she was barely yeah, 15 that sounds right Like no she, actually no she was 14 when it came out and she turned 15 2 months later Oh my god <sighs> Like, I just feel
0: like it was around this period that um, I was working for a paparazzi photo blog. And uh, the paps got a lot of pictures of uh, La Famille Cyrus. And I just feel like uh, I was watching her journey from pointedly um, scrubbed teen star and, like, Disney product to um sexually active uh gender fluid uh these extensions are shackles of the man um adult extensions. yes it's really been well, quite something to yeah. see i like i don't love her mu- all of her music but i kind of love her there's well oh, why don't we just listen to a clip of see you again and then we can talk about not only the song but um, how it kind of epitomizes her as a public figure for me, at least.
1: Here we go. Sure, let's do it. Child, you know what? So just a little bit of background. She was 15 by the time this single was actually released because the album had been out for a bit longer than that. Uh, this album was officially called Hannah Montana 2, colon, Meet Miley Cyrus, because pop stars love unwieldy <laughs> album titles, colons, uh-huh. dashes, m dashes, parentheses, numbers. They also Great. love
0: like no duh, stuff, like Garth Brooks yeah. and well, who was Garth?
1: As Chris oh, she's Gaines. She's, yeah.
0: Anywho. Go ahead. Yes.
1: Or in like every rapper is always releasing an album that's like their, their real name, like Dana, o- the Dana uh-huh. Owens album, or yeah, or like Kanye West. Well, well, he's always gone by his real name, but it's always like, yay. It, they just anyway, identity is always fluid in the world of pop. This was the song that first charted under Miley's actual name, despite being part of the Hannah Montana universe. It's very confusing but then it peaked at number 10 so it was also Miley Cyrus's first top 10 hit in either iteration there were other Hannah Montana singles that came after this one of which did hit the top 10 but this song was her first top 10 hit under any identity <laughs> if if that's confusing i agree I don't have a calculus degree. If you do, please graph what I've just explained uh, to you. Yeah.
0: You can also graph her uh birth name versus actual name versus the part uh of both Billy and Miley Ray that traces back to someone's great grandfather who was the governor of something. There's there's yeah, a lot in that like family. That. Um there I left that last guitar lick in the clip because I was getting this like Dwayne Eddie rabble rouser feel Mm. from it and then in the course of my research i found that she uh, is a huge elvis fan and considers him a big influence and that that made a lot of sense uh this is such a charming song the build is perfect for what it is it like drives to the chorus there's a ton of like just undirected astro energy happening which um as a graduate of Girls' school i'm definitely familiar with that just like I don't know. I would compare it actually to when your kitten takes a crap and then is fucking sprinting around your apartment, like a crazy (laughs) creature. Um, Teenage (laughs) girls have frequent attacks of this and actually uh, middle-aged ladies occasionally have them often due to this song, which I cannot not chair dance to. It's so good. Um, It is a very genuine feeling interpretation of that. Like, fish feeling that you have when you have a crush on someone and you like go back and cringe at every single moment of the last conversation that you had. Uh, it feels very uh, real. She often in the last you know 10 years or whenever, like in all of her various iterations, she seems like a tryhard, but like a but for the side of good. If that makes any sense. Like she is mm. always willing to just like march out and declare like, well, I've decided not, you can't use any pronouns. She didn't actually do this, but I can see her being like, you know, it's not she, it's not they, it's just Miley. And then everyone has to be like, you know, Miley is a pronoun, which would be extremely annoying, but also kind of fun of her to do uh, in this Godfather of Soul type of way, like I I think that she's very knowledgeable about music and about the power that her stardom has, and I think she's um, mm. she can be a little bit like, you know, your cousin who comes home from Bryn Mawr, sophomore Thanksgiving break, and you're like, okay, <laughs> now we're we're all going to be lectured about the dialectic. Roger that. I'm gonna go to the kitchen and wait for this to be over. <laughs> But we were all that person, and we all were quite well-meaning about it, mostly. And that's the sense that I get from her. I think that she's basically like a – she's a floating bubble for good, I would say. And I love the song. I think it's really well-built. Whoever was uh, doing things for her did her right with this. I like her recent stuff as well. I don't necessarily seek it out, but she has a good ear for – for being a young woman and trying to navigate that and not always, uh, you know, not always hitting it, but kind of just trying, continuing to try. And being a tryhard is absolutely not the worst thing that anyone can be in this crazy world. So Team Miley, whatever whatever pronoun she goes with, uh, I am there for it. Mark.
1: Well, I also love this song and I cannot believe I have been enjoying this song for 11 years like what how is that possible because I remember this song this song was popular when I lived in Brooklyn which I think of as still being a relatively recent thing in my life because it happened after so many I was already with Andrew at that time nope it's been 11 years I have always liked this song because of the lyrics in the chorus or the pre-chorus. I guess the last time I freaked out, I just kept looking down. I just st- stuttered when you asked me what I'm thinking about, like I couldn't breathe. You asked what's wrong with me. My best friend Leslie said, "Oh, she's just uh, being can Miley." You please
0: get a like, whole concept album with Leslie just chiming in. Yeah, <laughs> on like
1: <laughs> it could just be called "My Best Friend Leslie." Leslie said. speaks, and then it would colon, just
0: "Life of Miley." <laughs>
1: Oh my God! The yes. Oh and my God! And if you God. think I'm not because going to suggest
0: that Allison Krauss do this, you're wrong. Because that's what I always
1: suggest. I would love Allison Krauss as the voice of <laughs> Leslie, performed on Wednesday matinees by Yvonne Elliman. I would watch <gasps> yes. it because, like, now we have. A, I have a good friend, and uh, she's also a listener of this podcast, Mariah, who has been hating on the line. Oh, she's just being Miley for as long as it's been <laughs> out, and to this day, she will be like, guys, I feel feeling kind of Miley. I'm just feeling a little my way today, and like I feel that Mariah Godspeed, if you are listening to this, which I think you probably are, I own and support and love your uh, abject rejection of this song. Fine, but for me, I just think it's so, like you said, it's just so cute. It's cute. It's charming. And you know what? When you're 15 and you're making a pop song, cute and charming are fine. And like you said too, like this song has an incredibly catchy pop power to it and i'm here for it and the fact that it's also giving you what you said is a fairly believable portrait of a young girl trying to figure out what to do around this boy she's crushing on great you know i did wh- what's wrong with that y'all not one thing well,
0: and i also love that that sort of like disney like power puffiness of it is like that can often feel extremely engineered And, like, this is a young lady who was in her middle teens when she was recording and releasing this music. So you have, like, this is sort of 10 years past this happening, but you have these, like, former Mickey Mouse Club girls who are going way in the other direction with the, like, belly shirts and uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time, like... You know, I don't have the timeline of this exactly correct, but Britney Spears had that like aggressively, uh, not hypocritical, but just let's go with in denial duality of what of who she was mm. and what she was doing and also did not seem all that much in control of things.
1: Well that was I feel like always sort of the mystique around her the gross mystique I should say is that she was this incredibly sexualized person who communicated no awareness at all of what she was doing so it's that fantasy of the 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 horny slut with the virgin's yes, mindset totally like she she's like so disconnected from her sexuality that she wants it but she doesn't realize it so you get to have this like it's like that it's like that perfect thing that so many men are drawn to it's the the virgin who is also the whore
0: and also and then Miley Cyrus Cyrus felt both like this was a pop song that wasn't sanitized like it's not like they wrote some pop song that was like you know pg-13 and then just like kept rewriting it into it's like switching lyrics and doing that you know Thing that Ed Sullivan wanted the doors to do, where it was like, Girl, it couldn't get much better. And they're like, Fuck no, that's not the lyric. We're singing the real song, right? We're leaving. um That wasn't done to it. Like, this is, this is like a genuine article, 14 year old. Not that she wrote it. I don't think she did. I don't
1: know. Well, she's credited as a writer, but who knows but what that means. You actually know what I means.
0: mean? That it's not like a bunch yeah. of sexuality was subtracted from it it's just like that fizzy feeling of having a crush and she's not trying too hard to make it about you know boning or wanting to bone but it's also not reverse engineered away from boning or wanting to bone it's just exactly what it is and no more and it's not a perfect song her vocalizations can be a little annoying but it really does grow on you and it uh I it listened really to does it six times and- while preparing i could have listened to it once and been ready but wanted to listen it, to it repeatedly love it
1: in that since you've been gone way it gives you that satisfaction of that super loud fast rock chorus and it's always fun to look yeah. forward to it also do you know her song seven things the seven things i hate about you you're a freak you're a bleep, bleep. it sounded the similar there's a similar satisfaction in that single yeah as well. and
0: there's um I like uh, Wrecking Ball, and I like how many different mixes there are of Wrecking Ball, which I think she encourages. She's just like, take it. I'm good. Like, (laughs) okay.
1: Well, and You know, I'm glad that you brought up Wrecking Ball because obviously Miley Cyrus has had a lot of hits. And it's actually interesting to remember that there was a time when this was the only one because this was before The Climb. This was before Party in the USA. This was before we can't stop and wrecking ball sort of revised our notion of her. And Miley Cyrus has caught a lot of flack for appropriation sure. because she was twerking for a while. She was, she was twerking for a while and then she moved on to alt rock and people got very upset with her for doing that as though artists are not allowed to try things on for a minute. And also because she was 20 years old when she was doing that and if you can find one 20-year-old who hasn't completely changed her identity between first and second semester, then exactly, you're lying exactly to Exactly what I was just basically. saying.
0: And, like, I think that there are some of the things, like, you read you read her Wikipedia entry and sort of, like, all the different phases. And, like, Cyrus has announced that she identifies as pansexual and gender fluid. And that can kind of feel a little bit like, what is the term? Identity tourism? Yes. But, I, like, I think it is, but also it isn't. Because who didn't get the ur pass to all the, like, Alterna rebellious things? Most of us did that at yeah, the age. Like, and also, like, she is trying to do things with it in terms of her music as well and succeeding a lot of the time. So,
1: And there's also, like, the whole thing about... Shine- I don't know if you remember that Sinead O'Connor wrote her this open letter when the Wrecking oh, Ball yeah. video came out because... Miley was naked in the Wrecking Ball video and Sinead O'Connor was like, don't be fooled. These people are just using you for your body. You're becoming a commodity. You think you have power. You don't have power. And it's like, okay, Sinead, she's got a point right there. it It is a true thing that all young women in pop eventually, unless you're a very small and a very small group, are expected to use their body and their sexuality as a front running sales mechanism in a way that men are not like uh sean mendez young teen heartthrob singer has never had to perform in booty shorts and a crop top the way that beyonce has lady gaga has everybody has more is the pity in my opinion oh my god yeah i know because he's really cute um that being said i feel like to me just listening to her music there's been a consistency across all of her singles of Good to decent to better songwriting. Good to decent to better vocals. And it's like she's just trying to figure out who she is because she's a child. She's only 25 right now. I would still feel it was defined for her not to know who she was. And I think that we ask too much, unfairly, of young artists to... We ask them to know exactly who they are and to never change. And then we like get furious at them every time they do change. And that's so shitty because... What young person doesn't have the right to to try some things on and then take them off? And then, for that matter, what grown up person doesn't? But then, that's a whole separate kettle of fish. Well, yeah. So, and there's I'm, also I'm really, the fact I'm that with you, my point being, I'm team Miley. Well, yeah, is what I'm me saying.
0: too. And I'm team Miley's butt cheeks. Like, if someone had been like, "Okay, <laughs> we are making it," even though you, listeners, Bunce can't sing, uh, we, you are now a pop star and you're making a video and we think that you should show off your 20 year old body i absolutely would have done it uh i say this now as a as a 45 year old that it was like i didn't show enough of my body back when i really when it was like really good it's it's still okay but it's like i don't know if you got it flaunt it 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 isn't always about Sinead is not wrong. And, you know, it's tricky. And it's hard to know where the line is and the line keeps moving. But uh, I think it's better to regret doing something than to regret not doing it. So it's like, if she looks back and she's like, all right, I don't have a problem with the fact that you can see 95% of my epidermis. I just wish that, um, I don't know, whatever. I hadn't been wearing that jewelry. Like, or that thong is ugly. Like, okay. Like it, it doesn't necessarily take power away just by doing it. I don't think. And no, you know,
1: and I, I really do. This is of course now we've stepped into one of the most well-trodden roads of the feminist argument, but I really do think that it is empowering to feel like sexy. And you know what? Similarly. Oh, before I forget listeners, please someone make some sort of illustration of the phrase team Miley's butt cheek. <laughs> and we'll use that as a sticker or logo on one of our social media channels. I promise you, if someone draws an emblem that says team Miley's butt cheek, it will be what Broad. Broadly I distributed I really feel
0: here's a, here's a little something to get you started. Kind of like the drawing contest where they'd start the pirate for you and the in the folding matchbook. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Here's what I would suggest: um, make a pair of butt cheeks, like that look like a W. Okay. Just draw a W that looks like a butt, so not pointy, but a round W. Turn it upside down so it's an M. And uh-huh. go from there. That's that's all I got because I'm not I'm not good at this stuff. That's but brilliant, listeners. I'm telling you, uh, rewards will be will be. That's mine. a
1: great starting place. Yeah, seriously, like. If you are looking to get yourself a free Mastis T-shirt, go ahead and send us your logo for Team Miley's butt cheek. We're making this up as, on the spot, but that seems like a good oh, reward yeah, to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm with it. And and also, ooh, you know what we'll also say if you um, if you want to see a gallery of all of the submissions, you can become a Patreon patron. And the patrons will help us vote on the winning Miley Cyrus, (laughs) Team Miley's butt cheek logo. Yes, there it is, y'all. Now, that's very exciting. And I'm glad that we've now developed a contest. Why not? (laughs) We'll talk about that more later. I know. Um, But the other thing is, I also, when I was in graduate school, I um, had lost a lot of weight and was really thin for the very first time. And I bought shirts that were really too tight, like clingy, tight shirts, clingy, tight pants that it was hard for me to like bend over in. And I loved every second of it. I was like, here I am. Here's my body. And look, that was what it took for me to get to that place. You do not need to be super skinny to rock it at all. That just that was but that was the whatever happened inside of me that gave me the permission to want to flaunt it happened. And you know what? I also loved it and the thing is flaunting it is fun and I liked going to gay bars and having guys come up and talk to me and it was really fun and I knew that that was that that was what was happening and it didn't actually make me feel like my entire worth was drawn from my sexuality but it was actually empowering for me to realize that I had a sexuality and that's so that's why I'm also team Miley on this whole well, and
0: she's welcome to look back at it and change her mind or like going forward to just be like well i'm gonna do the baggy boy jeans and big t-shirt and like have a little more like non-body con b right boy girl look or whatever she wants to do i don't care she can wear a pillowcase with a belt in it whatever she wants to do um
1: i agree and it's so long as she also keeps popping out these hits like did you hear her song from last year malibu uh-huh. I love yeah, that song really good. too. It's completely different from all of her other songs. It's like a little California, <clears throat> it's like a Fleetwood Mac end of the night mid-tempo ballad. Yeah. I
0: love it. And I, I think that vocally she's getting better and more controlled as her instrument matures and her understanding of it matures. And, it, you know, I also like that not staying in her lane is her lane, basically. Yes, That is why I am team both her butt cheeks, because it's that she's just sort of like, well, let's try this. That she's like very confident in not being totally confident in what she's doing. And I think that if that, you know, someone should write an open letter, perhaps Alison Krauss, perhaps Yvonne Elliman, perhaps the mysterious Leslie should write her an open letter thanking her for like leading by example in that way because you know it's it's hard to be out there as a pop star and just be like well I'm not totally sure what I'm doing and let's try this
1: yeah and like I will have a country single with my dad that will be a chart hit I'll have an R&B song I'll have a dance song then she went out and made that free experimental rock album with the flaming lips why not? It was like, what? Why and the then it's not? like, of course. So, sure. Yeah, at this point, Miley, you're right that changing lanes is her lane. Yeah. Like, you thought that this freeway only had two lanes. No, it has like yeah. 17. And Miley Cyrus is currently in all of them. In one of them, she's on a tandem bicycle with a robot riding on the back half. On another one, she's on a unicycle. And on another one, she's actually just swimming through a lane that's filled with pudding. We don't know why there's a pudding lane on this interstate, but she found it. And it's Butterscotch Day. Oh, my God.
0: About goddamn time. (laughs) all right folks well um send us your team miley's butt cheeks illustrations you could win a shirt uh if you become a patreon patron you can vote on some designs uh we always love to hear from you guys and see uh your artwork and how it matches up with how our crazy brains work on these things so thank you for listening Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship and Sarah D. Bunting and edited by Sarah D. Bunting. That's me. Need to talk to Mark and Sarah about song requests, ads, or birthday readings? Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, tweet us at TalkSongs. or find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash mastass.podcast become a supporter and producer of the podcast visit our patreon page at patreon.com mastass and as always thank you for listening
1: i don't think you're
0: right for took a bus